All right, guys. Uh, happy holidays, first of all, and a very Merry Christmas. Um, love this time of year. Uh, not only for you know the the great sports that are going on, it's bowl time, but everybody's in a good mood for the most part. Uh, just it's a it's a it's an awesome time of year. So I just wanted to start this off by wishing everybody a very merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that good stuff. Just want to do a really quick hit on Iowa State's win on Sunday over. Purdue, Fort Wayne, 89-59. I would say it was favored by 18 in this one, so clearly exceeded that. Um, now, this won't be too long because, you know, how much can you analyze a win over Purdue, Fort Wayne? But I did think that this was kind of what the doctor ordered for Iowa State after that really embarrassing outing against the University of Iowa over a week ago. There's a lot to – like from today, but I'm digging deeper than just a 30 point win. I don't really take much from that because that's, you know, that's what you should do to schools like this. Uh, I was looking more at like style of play and, and that type of thing. How, how can you build on the, uh, on just really anything from the first half of this, you know, and I don't want to say half the season because there's more than half the season left, but you know what I mean? How can you evolve, I guess, to the point where we can all look at ourselves in the mirror and honestly say, we think this could be an NCAA tournament team. And, you know, a lot of that comes down to th this is the same thing we've been talking about, but the team has to be a grittier team than you're used to seeing from Iowa State. It has to be a, a nastier team. It's got to play better defense. It's got to do all those things. And I think we saw a lot of attention to detail uh, on that aspect of the game today. Uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne is, is not a very good team. I'm not going to... Uh, this doesn't really change much of my opinion on the Iowa State basketball team, but I liked how they bounced back after the long week off. And I can also say I've been doing this long enough now. This last game before break is generally one of the more difficult games of the season to be focused for. Uh, Iowa State usually wins these games because the opponent's usually not very good. But are you sharp while you do it? Are you focused? Are you are you intense? Is that in, is, is that intensity ratcheted up against usually what is not a, a, a great crowd in front of? And it was it seemed okay today at Hilton. I was not there. I watched it on television. Uh, Connor Ferguson will have our coverage. Um, but against a bad team, and a, you know, twenty two for sixty six is what Fort Wayne went. So Iowa State held them to thirty three percent from the field. Really like that. 24% from three. I think Steve Prohm, I haven't heard his post-game comments yet, but he's got to be happy with that, I would think. And then offensively, you know, the lid kind of comes off the basket for the Cyclones. 14 of 30 from three. That's their second best output on the season behind that Alabama game down to the Bahamas. Um, Iowa State had 10 threes in the first half. Tyrese Halliburton alone was six of 10, which I really love to see. That was my biggest takeaway, if y'all listened, after the Iowa game. It's like, you've got a lottery pick here. This guy's got to be more aggressive in the sense of, like, your offense has to go through Tyrese every freaking time down the floor. And, again, um, it's against IPFW, but I liked what I saw there. Um we need to talk about Terrence Lewis because this is becoming interesting. I didn't take a lot out of it after the Iowa game because those were kind of garbage minutes and, you know, it was desperation mode for Iowa State. But this is two games in a row now where T. Lou, the junior, 
has come off the bench and really produced. 11 minutes today at 11 points. is 3 of 4 from 3. He was active defensively. And I'm, you know, I think we have the conversation now. Is this something to build on? Is this a guy who, you know, has paid his dues now? Has he... You know, has he done the right things off the floor, all that stuff? I don't know, but that's two times in a row now where Steve Prohm has called his number and he's produced. So I think that's a really interesting aspect of this game. I liked what we saw from Zion Griffin today in 11 minutes. He seemed, you know, like he was flying around out there a little better with nine off the bench. So I don't know. We don't overreact to these games, but... Especially with Lewis, this is two in a row now. It's kind of becoming a bit of a trend. I'm anxious to see, um, you know, if he can keep working up into the rotation. You know, and you, you compare him to Rajir Bolton, who, first of all, Rajir had six assists today in 26 minutes, so props to him for that. His shot's still not there. I don't know what's going on. He only had two points, one of six from the field, 0 for, 0 for 3 from 3. I, I, from what I've seen the last two games, I wouldn't be surprised if Terrence Lewis starts chipping away at some of those Bolton minutes. I'm not saying you bench Bolton. He does a lot of other good things. He's probably a better defender than Terrence. But, man, like, for a team that struggles offensively, Terrence has come off the bench. He was 3 of 4 from 3 today, whatever he was against Iowa. I think you've got to start looking into that. Um, the You know, the most interesting note I took from this game and I don't know how much you guys picked up on this, but in the second half, Iowa State was really working on a press. It was like it was like a scrimmage out there where Steve Prome was – they were working on it. You could tell this is not a finished product yet. But I wonder if that long layoff after the, after the Iowa loss, you know – and I – I don't know about you guys, but I sensed with Steve Prohm there was a little more admission that his team can't shoot as opposed to the, well, you know, we'll see if it comes around. It's got to come around. We think we're pretty good shooters. Um, I It was more of, I don't know. I just sensed like if, if you watched his media availability on Friday, maybe they're Maybe they're going to go more in this, like, Press Virginia style. Now, it's not going to be that extreme, obviously. I just found it intriguing that they were working on it so hard in the second half. That, to me, is like, okay, we've started to install this in practice. We're up by 30 on this Summit League team. Now we're really going to get some of this on film and practice and do some teaching. I'm anxious to see where... Iowa State goes with that. I don't ever think it'll be like a focal point for this team, but maybe, you know, maybe that Iowa game was like the cold bucket of water dumped on you and it wakes you up. I don't know. I found it interesting, though. All in all, I think it was a really good win today for Iowa State. Um, again, and, and I can't say this enough times, like you, you just you, – you, you can't overreact – to these types of games, especially when they occur on December 22nd. These games are really difficult for the young people to get up for. And it's Iowa State usually wins these games by double digits, but they weren't sloppy today. Eight turnovers for the Cyclones, 26 assists on – 
35 field goals. That's what I liked about it. I, I, I don't care about the score. I, I don't care. I like the fact that they held the opposition to 33% shooting, had only eight turnovers, and assisted 26 on 35 makes. That To me, that's a good, solid day. That's a good, solid day. And I think this team needed some a confidence boost, go out there and see the ball go through the hoop. That's a little deceiving. Of the 14 threes, nine of them were made by two players. But um, I, I, I do. I, I think there's a lot to take from today. That's about it, though. I'm, you know, I'm not going to overanalyze this thing. But Iowa State beats uh, Fort Wayne 89-59. to uh, Jared Stansbury traveling tomorrow uh, for the Camping World Bowl, so we'll have coverage of that. And I encourage you all to vote for the eye-catching player of the game from today, courtesy of our friends at Ames Eye and Des Moines Eye. You can do that on Twitter right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy holiday. And uh, we will have a ton of coverage. Jared's going to have daily podcasts from Orlando. And um, we got a lot of good stuff coming up for you guys over the break. All right. Have a great Sunday evening, Cyclone Nation.